my friends and you are my friends and welcome into your flagship sunday podcast show with me the host the governor the one the only that was a great song by the way wasn't it i am the one and is that chisney his name was i can't quite remember matthew's nodding the media mogul is nodding away neil moles welcome in andrew welcome in another weekend disappointed hope we can have a laugh together andrew this show promises one thing and one thing only laughs are plenty um lots of talk about a poster We've got some video clips coming up. Did it go? Didn't it go? I don't know. Well, I do know because I was there, but um, it remains to be seen. But uh, some dark arts were involved with that. Ben King, I hope you're feeling better, Ben. He had his COVID jab yesterday, which is great news, uh, but he's feeling a little bit rough today. So I hope you are feeling better. Michael Baker, Chesney Hawks, Roger Daltrey's son, Michael Finch. Welcome all in. So town loss yesterday. That's a sentence I'm saying. All too uh, often, I was promised this milk and honey land once Lambert had gone, that the, 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 the sky would be blue, the sun would be shining, the players would suddenly turn into Lionel Messi's uh, younger cousins, and um, yeah, three points would be plenty, but that's not quite worked out well. So we're going to have a conversation about that today, Matthew. Um, hopefully you won't be flouncing out of any shows like you do WhatsApps. Uh, it's going to be fun got some poster news all sorts coming up let's kick things off by bringing in a man that has caused more controversy than Piers Morgan Nigel Farage anybody you can possibly think of he is more inflammatory than that poster I can promise you that Cruncher, uh, how are you feeling, man? Uh, yeah, not bad, you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, not too bad. I'm looking forward to today's show, as always. Nice weekend? Yeah. Another, Good Friday? Yeah, <laughs> another quiet, another quiet <laughs> week at Talking Town Towers. Listen, right, listen, you've got a gripe, right? Because you think your intro is no longer the best intro we've got, right? Well, Tux. Tux's is the best by far. Yeah, absolute quality. Thank you. Thank really you. But good. he was on yesterday's full time show, and he was he was more passionate and more riled than I've ever seen Mark. Tuxley. I'll see him. He was in the chat, wasn't he? With look, I agree with 
everything that Mark says. I think he's got um, some really good points. And yeah, what do you want to talk about? The football, the Twitter, the poster? Well, all sorts. We've got to go Matt from Phillips all sorts today. So. Matt Phillips' yeah. new T-shirt. Yeah. Catwalk. Don't forget, you can make a troll cry by donating to my Ko-Fi. Um, do you like how I've done that? That was quite smooth, that was. Every 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 pound is a tear for a troll. And last night was quite a few tears by the looks of it. So thank you ever, ever so much. But yes, we have got new merchandise. Or, or certainly Matt's got new merchandise. We'll bring him in because I want to ask him the quality of the merchandise. I'm often accused of copying Matthew, but you tell me another podcast that has intros like that. Yeah, None I like my intro. I think it's good. <laughs> yeah, Callie's, uh, Callie's not having it, Crunch. He thinks his is up there. Oh, Callie's, um, is, Callie's, is, Callie's is good. Big up, to, big up to India winning the cricket yesterday. Well done, boys. Once I explained to him what the meaning of the chess was, he, he sort of, you know, dug it. You know, you chess, you, but you're, you're, you're a few moves ahead. Your king is a, is a vital piece. He didn't quite understand it at first, but now I've explained it to him. He's quite happy. He's um. I, I can't play chess. Never learned. I've never played it, Matt. Never played it. I played drafts. Did you play drafts uh, when you were younger? Yeah, yeah. Me and Richard on the same chat page here. Drafts. Yeah. Callie was a little bit distracted yesterday, Martin, in the full-time show, because I could see he was watching the cricket as well. He got his eyes on it. I he was watching during the game. I was watching the cricket. Yeah, both of them. Multitasking. Shout out, Callie. Multitasking. Matt needs to change. He's too sexy for that shirt. Matt, talk to me about that shirt, because, I, I mean, look, this week, we've had some right misinformation, right toxic lies, <laughs> crap. Yeah. Another standard day in the life of me, quite frankly. But there standard. we go. Standard. One, of which, one of which was the merchandise was poor quality, which, first of all, you'd have to either have bought the merchandise to know. And if yeah. you have, I'd like you, you to have told me if you maybe got yeah. a bad batch. That does happen. But secondly, what do you think of it? Good. Check it out. Look at that. Talking town. I've got a hoodie Martin's got as well. It's good gear. People are going to slag stuff and if they don't like the shine. Uh, you know, you start getting periphery stuff. Oh, the merchandise ain't very good. It looks low quality, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but, it's yeah, so good. It's all good. The TWTD hero, Ben Bloom, uses Teespring. So, like, if my yeah. stuff's no good. Yeah, well, you know, we're only following in the footsteps of greatness. It's good enough for Ben. It's good enough for Talking Town, right? Exactly what I said. It's exactly good. What I said. So, let's get the elephant out of the room. Um, let's kick it all off. Let's, let's start with our goat because let's start with the bad and then we'll, we'll move forward. To the bad, but uh, <laughs> we lost. But we're going to go out. Matt Stannard, merchandise is awesome. Love my hoodie. No issues with quality for me, and doesn't go awful when you wash it either. Mate, big, if shout, you... big shout out to Matt yesterday for the iFollow passes. He yeah. joined forces. He said great things happen with Matt tonight. There you go. That chat went mad going. when you dropped that when you dropped that video in Martin and Matt, and it was literally as soon as you'd ended A, B, or C, it was like. And then I didn't know that I was the one who was um sorting it all out. I just literally got home from work, and then he says, "Oh, I'll sort it out." And I was like, so I had to quickly like scroll back up to see who'd won because it just went A, B, C all over the show. Well, can and, you imagine? And for, the, and, and for the record, Martin, I was a very good barman and could pour a very nice pint of Guinness. I mean, yeah. you don't have to do too much. I couldn't do the like, the shamrock on that at the top. I was never taught to do that. But, you know, you put it on the thing and it pours Did itself. you see over the bar, man? Could you see over the bar? Because you don't have to talk <laughs> about it. Well, 
I had my little milk crate from Portman Road. And I... <laughs> it's, it's I miss those days. I used to enjoy that job. That was a good, good job. How long were you working there for? I miss those days. Six, year, six years I worked there. Oh, yeah, yeah. What? Six, six years. Someone years. part of you for six years? Yeah, yeah. How Listen, are you married? I, I, uh, 12. <laughs> she needs a bloody medal, your wife. I tell you that much. Think about that for a second. I almost managed a decade at Wembley. Not quite. That was, that was got, long enough. I've got to take at least one day out of the WhatsApp group off just to put up with the, with the flouncing crunch. You know, it's just, it's just too much. <laughs> Top flouncing, isn't he? Top t- talking down flouncer, Matt Phillips. Yeah, if, if, people don't, if people don't agree with me, I block them off, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you two are both going for the record, aren't you? Of, of of the most blocks you could possibly get away with on Twitter, you're going for the record, aren't you? That's what more, it's all more, about. More blocks than a Super Bowl max. Yeah, I tell you what I like. I tell you what I like when when Cruncher posts something and then somebody retweets it, and all of the replies are people who just say, "I don't care what he says, but he's blocked me. What does it say?" Yeah. Well, hang on, a if you didn't care why you were asking him and B you do care. So you do want to see it. So you, you are bothered. You are invested. Like the classic, classic, hey, classic lemon. If rich tweets, everyone's invested. My favorite one is everyone goes, I'm all for freedom of speech and freedom of expression. And you but, just know, but, but yeah, it's the but, but. <laughs> but I'm not, I, I don't agree with it. Therefore, <laughs> well, as, as Sir Miss Lot once said, I like big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a tune. That is a tune. I can rap that every single word. It's one of my go-to's. Why are you not using your new governor mug? Why are you still going to the old red thing without a handle? What's going on? Because this, is, this is the mug of dreams. This is the <laughs> mug of dreams. You, you, you have not experienced coffee unless you've experienced it in this mug. It's oh, just, right. Okay. Even the wife can make good coffee in this mug. And that's, you know, far, <laughs> far and away. To the taste. So let's discuss what's been going on from Friday before we discuss the football. Let's get the misinformation and the toxic crap out of the way so we can Bear address it and move on. Bear with us, everyone. <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of flack. We, well, it's a standard life. But what what particularly do you, do you want to mention first of all? Because there's quite a few stuff that you could really pull apart. And well, um, do, do you want me to look? Everybody, if people haven't seen what I tweeted, because this is where it all come from. And it all blew yes, up, it didn't did. it? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Well, what happened? So you kicked it off by saying what? Right. I tweeted. This is what I tweeted. Absolute shithouses, these players. Not fit for months. New manager. Hey, presto. Would you really want them in the trenches beside you? Yeah, right. Now, I, I'm going to say something. You, that was a probably a really badly worded tweet. Now, you phoned me. We had a conversation. You told me what you really meant. And it, it was a bit different to what you've written. But it's Twitter. You only get a certain number of characters. I agree with some of the flack you got because you can't be. But, but, but nowhere in there have, have you said, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, that you've, someone was faking an injury. See, see, the thing is, I'm all for people coming back and saying, I don't agree with you. Why I don't. What I'm not for is having comments like, have you been sniffing glue? This is the problem with our fan base. You're not a proper supporter. Utter tosh. The thing was, I thought I might get a bit of flack for it. The thing I didn't count on, guys, was the third reply I got being from... God. Obviously, (laughs) one of Town's... uh, Well, Martin's favourite player, my favourite player. Uh, I didn't really expect that. And that's obviously where it come from, because if everyone doesn't know, Matt Holland replied. 
not agreeing with me, which, look, fair enough. Mm. It's, everyone's entitled to his opinion. Like, he, he messaged me off there and said, it's what the, makes the world go round, you know, having mm. an opinion. But when... Who's going to agree with me over a town legend who's played 300 games no at the club? No one. And, but then it's like, the, it's the pile on then, isn't it? It's, oh, look, they all come. And it's just easy, easy pickings. I was like, a, I know you're a big boxing fan, Matt. It's like, I got knocked down in the, in the first round and by the 12th round, I'm still punch drunk and I'm on the ropes because that's how it's, it was it's, all the Friday. It's human nature, isn't it? You know, if you go back into history, People used to go and attend stonings. Then they go to the gallows to see someone get hung. It's yeah. part of human nature. So kicking people on social media is is a part of that mindset that's gone through human nature for centuries. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. The thing is, I think you were almost, I think you were almost right because, as Stephen says here, like let's put it into context. He's had seventeen months out, not a single under twenty threes game, which is the normal procedure of injury under twenty threes, under twenty threes sub back. Both both players haven't had that sort of that normal what what you would call pathway through. No. So it is, it is a I, fair question. The thing, <laughs> yeah, the thing that I don't like it says on my bio on Twitter, guys. It says my Twitter, my views. If you don't like, don't follow. And half of them people who are replying, they don't even follow me. Yeah. yeah well, because <laughs> but, but, but Matt Holland brings it to a to a much oh, yeah, wider audience. Matt Holland's got eighty thousand followers. Look, Matt I think Holland. you worded it badly. You did well, word maybe. it badly. But then I think it's fair to say, what, is the reporting around this football club so weak and rubbish that we don't know what's going on, possibly? Is the narrative from the club not clear enough that we don't know where players are in their return? I mean, Leo Neal's probably still looking at the traction control of the grass, probably. Or is it the fact that the manager changed and there was something behind the scenes we weren't aware of? Possibly. But something doesn't add up with my dots because players have been out for almost, well, for years, nearly two years, and he played, what, 20 minutes yesterday? That's a fucking jump and half, that is. <laughs> it really is. It really is. You would expect some level of under-23 action. Was there behind the scenes, uh, you know, behind closed doors, friendly that we don't know about? Can you do that in this pandemic time? I don't know. I don't think it, yeah, I mean, going back to that point on the paper, we do know, because they keep referring to it, don't they, on Twitter, that they're on furlough, some of them. We've joined furlough FC. So I don't think that's probably helping, you know, the, the, the flow of news, official news that's coming from club to newspaper that we can consume. I don't think that's helping. Perhaps the paper should be more transparent about that. You know, we've got skeleton staff right now. But alternatively, yeah. if it is true, right, and if it is like a miracle comeback, get Paul Cook down A&E fucking pronto because he is needed with those healing hands. One that had a knee hanging off and now he's like Bambi on ice. The other one was out for two years and he's back. Get Paul Cook yeah. down in the old hospital quick because he's like, yeah. you know, Dr. Nick. Hi, everybody. I do like think there's no such thing as coincidences. Do you know what I mean? And, we, and now we're hearing Hawkins is almost available to return. It is weird, isn't it? It is weird. I mean, the lame they, they, will walk, the blind will see. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially with like people out of contracts and all that kind of thing is suddenly back in the frame. It was great. I mean, listen, Kane's my favourite player. It was great to see him back. Exactly what but I was going the, the timing is weird, though, yeah. It is weird. Now on to, well, I, I love Phil Hamm, but Toxic Forum is TWTD. I've come off it because of how bad it got and how yeah. bad it is. Um, but it's it's not for everybody. It is for some people. But there was some stuff on there that went personal. It went away from the original point. point. Yeah. In fact, it didn't even start original point, did it? It started with so-and-so called out by so-and-so. 
which it wasn't really. It was a fact, a, a legend replied to you, Crunch. Many people would kill for a legend for Matt Holland to reply to them. Because... I've got my Barnsley, my Barnsley fans in the chat, Matt. There he is. <laughs> he watches the show Barnsley. as well. So you yeah, don't have to be a town fan to watch this pod. Don't have to be a town fan. Um, see, Martin, I've never been on the forum. Never, ever. And they think you're if you go on there, it's the Wild West on there. It seems you can literally say what you want. Now, yep. Phil has been on the show, friend of the show. Love Phil. Love Phil. Who monitors that chat? Because some of the stuff on there is absolutely disgusting. Mm. And yeah. there's people, exactly. yeah. people who don't even know any of us. It's easy now, not just with this. It's like you'll get, um, I see Jude Bellingham, Matt. He's been um, racially abused on social media again. You've got these real brave people hiding behind their keyboards. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the people who come on here, us three, other people, we're normal people, you know. What what gives the right to someone out there to have stuff saying personal stuff about all of us? What gives them people the right to do it? Because well, I tell you what, if they see you in the street, would they say some of them things to you? Of course. Well, not. Apparently, no, of course apparently, not. apparently they would, according to the forum. If I yeah. saw that country in the street. The thing is, though, one of the, <laughs> one of the things I saw was you were being blamed for the last decade of. Yeah. Um, this is Radio yeah, I, Suffolk's I agree finest rent of your bridge. I hold him personally responsible yeah, for a large so. chunk of our decline over the past decade. I didn't know, Matt, that I'd been playing up front or I'd been yeah. the um, manager on the bench. Fucking unbelievable. It's your fault. It's your fault we got relegated to League One. The <laughs> thing is, though, that's a, that to me is a really sort of dumb, just going to call it dumb, dumb reply it's because... <laughs> because, yes, you were like sort of the, the main vocal point of that Jim Jordan out movement, okay? You were. But that was because we had an owner come in with a load of money that Derek Bowden was saying Champions League in a couple of years. The expectation of the football club had gone from here to here. And we played Coventry away, I remember, and we were crap. We had Kevin Lisby up front, and we were woeful. And I, and I remember seeing him, we're going nowhere. La, 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 going nowhere. So to blame you having your expe expectation raised and then you know Keane, Jewel, McCarthy not backing McCarthy in Jan that's all down to you is it I'll oh, leave it off leave it off as Ben Bloom says leave your bias at the door that's ridiculous yeah. that is yeah. totally ridiculous yeah, and then you go further in the forum and further in the thread and you get even more absolute crap and when I'm sitting here saying it's absolute crap and it's dumb you have crossed the line because I don't get involved with anything on social media. I'm Mr. Vanilla Ice Cream. What, what, is, the of of, what is the purpose, guys, of, of the forum then? What it's a closed community. If your face don't fit, you ain't welcome. That's mm. what it feels like to me because I was on there, but I didn't enjoy the experience. You were often sniped at. Got mm. myself out. Like, yeah. the, about, the, the website is great. Sorry. Oh, good. Yeah, we've always got me and Rich said we always go to Phil's site first for the news. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was on the forum about 2001, maybe before social media really kind of kicked in. I was on there. But it's so easy on there to say what you want because everyone hides behind the pseudonym. You know, what we and we obviously rub people up the wrong way. Fair enough. They don't like the pod. They don't watch it. Well, they seem to know a lot about it from some people that don't watch it. But we put our, you know, think of what you want of us. We still put our head above our parapet and put our real names to what we say. Well, exactly. that's how it, yeah. It's cowardice on those were the days. In about five minutes' time, there'll be an active link in that chat, and anybody, 
and I do mean anybody, and I, and I know you're watching, Lemon, is welcome to come on. Well, it's like it's like Friday afternoon. I deliberately changed my profile picture, guys, on Twitter to <laughs> a picture of me and Matt Holland. Ooh, and I, yeah, shall I get it framed up on the wall? Yeah. Sign. And Literally, let's within about two minutes, within about two minutes, there it was. And let's let's not forget, Rich, that it was that forum that got Phil in trouble with the club in the first place. People just posting what they want. So it's, we have to assume it's quite badly moderated, whoever moderates it. Talk to me about one of the one of the replies, Matt, because one of the replies really did sort of bother me a little bit, and it was a, a lot of almost lie. Oh, oh no, was lies, or it felt like lies. What, oh, the one was, that said we were liars. Yeah. What well, just yeah. go through that for me, so we can pull that apart a little bit. That one, that one was from a guy called Mullet, who's always been kind of anti us for whatever reason. I don't know why, but he, he kind of said that I'm nearly, we were making up our, we were making up our figures, <laughs> but. For, when, you, when you're on a platform like this, right, everybody, you've got YouTube, we've got Facebook, we used to do Twitter, didn't we, before they're taking Periscope down, and Twitch, and all that kind of thing. You can only work out what your audience is by the metric that they provide you in terms of people that have been mm. watching it. So every time we go out and say, oh, look, like you see on YouTube, don't you? Oh, they've done 1,000 views. Matt Slater show, we did 4,000 views. That's YouTube telling us, not making it up, telling us. So when we go into Facebook, you get given views. When we were broadcasting live on Twitter, we were giving views. We had those views up. There's the views we've done. Yeah, that's the metric we've been given. You know, we ain't make, making it up. You can look it up yourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And, <laughs> and one, of, one, one, of, one of the like, so for example, we've had sort of forty-four thousand views in the last twenty-eight days, right? That is YouTube black and white. YouTube black yeah. and white. I don't write that. I don't write the algorithm. I don't write the analytical site. That is what it tells me we've had. Okay, so that's not a lie. That is what YouTube tell me. Equally. He said he says or he was said when we, we were called out. Someone once mentioned two seconds. If someone watches more than two seconds, it counts as a view. How do you know? Right. Well, how do you know they didn't watch more than two seconds? How do you know they didn't yeah. watch the whole thing? You don't. Equally, yeah. is it my fault as a content creator if the algorithm is so bad it can't tell you who watched, how long for, etc.? No, it's not. No, it's not. So when you come and tell me I'm lying about my figures, come and tell me and show me how and where I'm lying. Because you say about an admin of a Facebook group, if I included every member of that Facebook in, it'd be twice, three times, almost four times as many viewers as I say we've got. So I know I'm not. Yeah. So, <laughs> shush, shush. Because you're <laughs> just talking shit. We've even said when we first started, we had about 20 people watching us. We even did one show where we thought we were broadcasting live. We were broadcasting to no one. Mm, yeah, press the button, Eddie. <laughs> No. Then to, to round it off, to round it off, he then fin he then finishes about a certain section of Twitter that openly mock us. Well, that's yeah. not a section of Twitter I want to be a part of anyway. No, no. Full stop. No. So they can laugh and they can do what they want to do. And they can Photoshop Look, what they want to Photoshop. The, um, we've all, yeah, that's what you said this morning, mind. Because someone's taking, they're taking a picture. They've got, it's not just where where do they think this is a good idea when they're creating something? What goes through these people's minds? Well, I said to you, obviously, very little. <laughs> very little. Their you know, I said today, because I've got a lovely photo of my son and I, and I wanted to put it on social media and share it because when you have children, you want to share those moments because that's what is part of them. Children, you want to be proud of them and say, look, how great. But I felt like I couldn't put it on Twitter because of that certain section and what they may do with it, what they may say with it. And I just, it really upset me. And I just thought, 
like the, the previous Photoshop, somebody's had to have saved that photo. <laughs> then they've had to have opened the Photoshop, gone into a new photo, edited it, cut it, copy, pasted it, saved it, uploaded it, and then posted it. That's like eight or nine different points where you could yeah. have said to yourself, is this worth it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got that. You got so you got Martin's fake Facebook profile that's gone live. We've got Get Cruncher out, Censor the Cruncher. We've had a Talking Town Twitter created, didn't it? We've had that created. We've had we've had Rich had COVID t shirts mocked up and posted. We've had, we've like had the serial one. The serial one was quite funny, I like that. Yeah. Caffeine crunch. Yeah, we it's had not where you go going back to the <laughs> forum mine. Going back to the forum, it's dangerous because nowadays, look, if it doesn't really affect me. In a way, sometimes it does because look, I know you could say, don't look at it. But I think people's human nature sometimes is they want to see what someone said, don't they? Yeah. And if it's negative, how far does that go on that forum until, you, you look, you never know what people's mental state is nowadays. You, look, you look at the, the stuff that's on there. So somewhere... The line has to be drawn and say, look, this can't be right because what they're posting, come on, please. The thing is, as Mike says, hate is going to hate. And that, that is true, just, just to sort of bring it together. But when you're photoshopping photos, like I, I now feel I can't share my life with my friends on Twitter because a certain section will do something with those photos. That's sad. And nobody yeah. calls it out and nobody says that's wrong. And, and when we had the Cunt World Cup in the summer, this was the only podcast that stood up and said, that is wrong. Yeah. Nobody yeah, else did that. No. Nobody no. else. So when you say, oh, it's crunching mouth and off again, or blah, blah, blah. We are here for every fan. Whether you like us or not, we're here. And if, if that happened again tomorrow, this podcast again would stand up and say, that isn't on. So, yeah, 100%, 100%. And don't forget, those were the days it's published material. We could, if we wanted to, if you was that way inclined, sue these people say they're liars or rich is this, rich is that. That all comes under defamation law. 100% it does. It, it so really be thankful, me. We're not going, be thankful we're not going down that path. It really bothers me, you know, and, and it just, it, as you can probably tell. But, and then you get the whole poster situation, right? I've, I've gone to Suffolk Mind. I work closely with Suffolk Mind. I've suffered really bad mental health in the past i've i've even i've even been at that point where you do not want to live anymore i've been there i've been at that at that point so now i'm in, in this position here where we have a platform i want to be a beacon of hope be a beacon of light and help people so i do work closely with stuff at mine and christina there so i went to them and crunch said i've got this thing we've already raised the money you need to do it to say look this is what crunch has come up with he's very enthusiastic is this the right thing for A, your brand, and B, that we should be doing? I got the reply. It's an incredibly creative way of raising money. Good luck. Because it's a fucking poster at the end of the day. It's not even a living thing. It's a fucking poster. So to come on Twitter and say, is this the right... Get over yourself and stop your agenda. You know who you are. I've, I've kept my mouth shut too long about these people, and it's just gone on too long, and I've had enough. So we've done that. So is the poster burn? We'll find out a bit later on. I'd just like to say thanks, because for all the idiots that have commented, I've had some really nice messages. I'd like to thank you as well, Martin, for sort of with your message yesterday. It really means a lot. That's all right, mate. I'll stand with everybody that comes on my shows. It takes a yeah. lot to sort of stand up and say, this is my opinion. 
It takes a lot. 100%. Yeah. And, you know, we've got a great community here that we've created, like I say, in less than a year. We've gone from 20, 20 years to, you know, thousands of years. So it's absolutely well, fantastic. Well, was it we're broadcasting, we're talking to yourself or something. I can't remember yeah, what it was. Think, yeah, that Illinois blue guy off uh, Twitter and those of the day said, oh, I think it's probably just the three producers broadcasting themselves. Apparently it's not. But right. yeah, right. But all the grief we do get, oh, there's, there's, you know, there's drama with Talking Town, there's controversy with Talking Town. They create arguments. Please go through my, my Twitter. I don't, I don't block anyone off for an opinion or shut people down for an opinion that I'm aware of. And up until Friday, Rich is pretty much the same. You know, we've had incidences over the last year. We've been promoting the show and had, had a bit of fun, which has been taken too seriously by other people. But, you know, we're not bad guys. We're good guys. <laughs> You're an awful guy. But that's just by the by. That flouncing guy. By the by. Anyway, on to yesterday's game. We've said our piece. There you go. Yeah. Um, as Stephen Perry says, well, there's 114 live, so they, they are wrong. Yeah, there's 142 watching live at the moment. Um, so, yeah, anyway, Chris Warburton, I like the community because we're all mates. We disagree. That's the thing. That's he what just sent me a message. Chris, Chris tweeted and he said, he agrees with a lot, I say, but he didn't agree with that. And that is fair enough. That is fair enough because we can all have a discussion, can't we? we can, but it's all, it starts from somewhere. When you come back abusing people, that's gone too far and there's no need yeah. for it. And I'm always keen on this show that every opinion from every person, no who they are, will be heard. Sometimes I have to take up a battle for somebody I don't agree with. I'm sitting here thinking, oh, I don't agree with you. But the flack that they might be getting from other hosts or contributors or, or, or the chat means I will stand up for that person. I will make yeah, we got sure a good one there from that Jonathan, Jonathan Stringer. Look, Peterborough fan. Love yeah, yeah, shout out Jonathan. You know? Did, you, we did Jonathan you. find us off uh, the Dara interview? He must have done. Tell tell you, Jonathan. He only likes us because he fucking takes points off us. Thanks for those six points. <laughs> if, we, if we had a decent team, he wouldn't be here because he wouldn't want us gloating. Same way posh fans will be here in a minute. So yesterday, <laughs> another defeat. Um, just to break it up a little bit, I did ask Freddie this key question yesterday. I'm going to play a quick clip. I asked him, can you judge Paul Cook? Because many fans are saying you can't judge him, you can't doubt him, etc., etc. Um, Let's see what he said. Is it fair, though? I'm seeing lots of people saying, you know, because it's quite easy social media clickbait, isn't it, to say people yeah. questioning Cook, huh? People like the quote and blah, blah, blah. But is it right? And I'll ask all of you, I'll start with Freddie. Is it right to question? Are you going to question how good the Cowleys do between now and the end of the season? Are, or are you going to say, hey, look, it's too late in the season, so we can't really question them? Uh, you can question the management. Of course you can, no matter how, how many games are left in the season or not. For example, for me, what I'm looking for is, since really, if Portsmouth end up in the playoffs now, it'll be excellent and whatever happens, happens. I'm just looking for a long-term building block to build on. And if you take that philosophy and look at Paul Cook's side today, you didn't see that that much. You saw a lot of players that didn't fit in the 4 that retained possession. So there we go. Building block is what... Freddie, yeah. I yeah. really like listening to him. I like, uh, I like Pompey. Very similar club to us in that they've punched above their weight, got to the Premier League, won a, won a major trophy. I like him. I like him. And of course, I know this thing. <laughs> so here we are, 15 points out of available. We took four. Um, I, so you can question the manager. And it's, it is, of course, building blocks we're all looking for. Have you seen building blocks from the first uh, first games, Rich? Um, well, yesterday I fell asleep because I was up at three. So I, I watched the first <laughs> half. The second half, I watched about two minutes. And I think I woke up on 78 and we were 2-1 down. Um, 
I was really impressed with us for 42 minutes yesterday. I thought we were by far the better team in that game. Yeah. Portsmouth did not, didn't threaten us, did they? I didn't think. No. Didn't create any no, chances. No. We scored scored a really good goal. People know I'm not Norwood's biggest fan, but he's the best striker we got by a mile. And it was Lovely a great finish. Break. Lovely pass um, break from Guion. Yeah, it was, it was a good move. Lovely ball by uh, yeah. Guion. But have... Oh, this, yeah, I think for the, the... The problem is, Martin, this is going back through the season. I don't think, apart from probably... Well, Blackpool away, we won 4-1. We didn't have a lot of possession in that game, did we? We were really clinical that day. Mm. We have never been capable of putting together... I'd go back to even last season. We're not capable of putting a 90-minute performance together. When can anybody, us three and anyone in the chat, Remember when we put a 90-minute performance in because I'm scratching my head because I can't. But have we ever yeah. had a manager come in and the voice just not sort of respond? Like Nobody's responding to Paul Cook. Whether you like that statement no. or not, nobody appearing to respond. I think, to Martin, I think in football nowadays, with social media and everything, people were far too quick to judge people. He's been here five games. And when I'm seeing people whinging on social media, I'm thinking... Get your fucking head out of the clouds. This is a manager who's come in. And I know, I've said, Matt has said as well, this is a top six squad. I'll admit now, I was wrong. Because the players, they're weak mentally. When anything goes against them, it's like yesterday in that game. In control for 42 minutes. When something goes against us and we can see the goal, we can't seem to shake ourselves out of it. It's... No. Head sloped back to the off. The body language is terrible. Look, we can, everyone concedes goals in football. It's part of, part and parcel of the game, but it's how you respond to that. Yesterday was a terrible time to concede as well. 42 minutes. You've got to say, right, we've got five minutes to get to half time. You have to do whatever it takes to get into that dressing room 1 0 up. And it was mm -hmm. a. The thing is, I don't care if somebody scores a really good goal. The goals we give away, look at the Fleetwood first goal the other night. If that was on a Sunday morning at Hackney Marshes, your manager would be going mental. And the, the goal yesterday, yeah, it's a good whipped-in ball, but the guy's got the run on Chambers. And it's a it's a poor, poor goal. Even the second goal, I know people are saying the ball might have gone out. I've seen a still. The ball didn't go out. What are you told as a kid? Play to the whistle. Some of them stopped. Ball inside the fullback again. I'm not digging out Chambers, but that's two goals yesterday that he's cost us. Judge has done a great block. It's in the net. And it's, I don't know. And then when we go 2-1 down, whenever we go behind in the game, do any of us ever think that we're going to come back? We've got it in ourselves to dig a result out. No, we haven't. And Cook's, in, Cook's, has said, Cook's been saying that himself, hasn't he? We don't score enough. So you knew as soon as we went 2-1 down, we were going to lose. They could have done better on the line, I feel. Wald, Wilson and Toto were all there. They're about after Judge had thrown his body on the line. Fair play to him to try and block it. But look, I've been looking into this because I was one of these people, you know, when we go back to July and we were saying Paul Cook would be good, I thought he would be able to turn around this round pretty quickly. But for whatever reason, he isn't. I am kind of like, but every time, look, every time we get a negative like we've lost and you listen to Paul Cook's interviews afterwards, at least there's positives there in that it becomes a watching brief for him, doesn't it? He's self saying, you know, we're not scoring enough goals. We're not creating enough. We are... You know, we're waiting. This was a very interesting line he said here yesterday. We are almost waiting nervously for something to go wrong. So it goes back to mindset. And we did say in the summer shows, didn't we? Ipswich in League One should be almost like a Barcelona in the new Camp. 
He ain't got to worry about Rochdale coming to Fulham Road. You play your game and they deal with us. But we're obviously just, <laughs> we've got the opposite end of that. But listen, I've been doing a little bit of history and digging into Cook. And this is actually his first job in a year, which he's taken over mid halfway through a season. Because Pompey took over at the end of the season, 12th of May, and Wigan, 31st of May. So he took over in the summer. So he took over from John Sheridan at Chesterfield on the 25th of October, 2012. And his first seven games, they lost five, uh, drew one and won one against Oxford. And they finished eighth that season. But they went on, after they beat Oxford, they went on a run of four wins. So it took him a while to get going now. Yeah. And they finished eighth that season. And in the following season, they went up as champions, 2013, 2014. What people have got to realise about Cook, let's look at the bigger picture here. Because, you know, I'm a big Cook fan. I'm a big Cowley's fan as well. I'd like to bet them as well. But we have now got a winner, a recent winner in the door. So like I say there, with Chesterfield, won the title in 2013-14. Same season he takes them to Wembley in the Johnston Paints. League Two, Pompey, 2016-17, champions. League One, Wigan, 17-18. So he's won back-to-back -back league titles. So when we had Lambert in, we were quite excited because of what he'd done at Norwich. That was a decade before. We now have someone at Portman Road who's used to winning. And these players are going to have to get used to winning, otherwise I won't be there anymore. Because this guy is, is looking to bring success, which, you know, I'm waffling on a bit here, but that brings me to my next point. Have we got is too that, many players? Is that the Rich real Troy Parrot in the um, chat there, Martin? Uh, fuck knows. I don't know. Just says Troy Parrot in the picture. I doubt it. I doubt Troy. If he is, if he's wasting his time on, you know, watching what the fans think of the team instead of working on his game, I don't know. But that brings me to my next point, Rich, right? Have we now got too many people involved in this squad that got relegated? So the team that started yesterday, there were six players from the relegation side. Toto Chambers, Guion Judge, Zell Bishop. And then sitting on the bench was Skews and Jackson. So those players have been through the failure of town and have failed to get us back to where we want to be. So out of the squad of 18, almost half of them have been have been relegated. And, I, you know, that is a huge thing to have inside the building. I always, you know, a lot of people know I'm a baseball fan. I remember when the Yankees were getting an absolute schlepping against the Diamondbacks in the, what, the World Series quite 20 years ago. They were something like 20-0 down. Joe Torres, who was the Yankees manager, sent everyone who was starting the game the next day, because they played quickly, out of the stadium. So they didn't have to see it. So it wouldn't affect their mindset. So I do wonder if some of these players are looking at these guys thinking, well, they took us down. Do you know what I mean? Again, it's the poor, it's the, no winning mindset now. We've got too many hallmarks of relegation in our culture of the club at the moment. That's my view on it. Equally, Freddie said about building blocks. Can you build blocks with this squad? Because nobody knows what's going to happen to them. There's 15 players out of contract. So, so yeah. What is what as a manager as well? What are the building blocks you can put in place? Because you've got Troy Parrott there in the chat. If it is the real Troy Parrott, okay, if it is, <laughs> welcome in Troy. We'd love you to have uh, love you to have the show. If you're the real Troy Parrott, there's a link in the chat in a minute. Get yourself on the show. We'd love to have your view on yesterday's game. However, he's not going to be here next year. So should you no. be persisting with him? Probably not. Let's be honest. Then you've um, got no. Well, no, because he's not going to be here. He's, he's someone. He, he's one of the lone players. I would. If he was yeah, available, likewise. I love Troy Parrott. He's a great player. Back. I did a whole 180 on Troy Parrott. I was so against signing him. It was unbelievable. But I've seen him play, and he's my sort of player. He'll run through a brick wall. Oh, yeah. He's a Spurs for a reason. He's a Spurs for a reason. Yeah. And plays for Ireland for a reason. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but I just wonder what... We're in this sort of, sort of crack in the gap, aren't we? Where yeah. we're close enough to still go up, so you should yeah. maintain the ambition... But yeah, you should be looking long term. It'd be easier if we were just mid-table, twelfth. You go in nowhere because then you could really start to say, "Well, yeah. we're not going to reach the playoffs. That's out. 
let's focus on next year. But the fact it's still there, the fact that we've still got this consortium possibly rumbling in the background with all its riches, the championship looks like the land of milk and honey all of a sudden. Like, if you get yourself there, who knows where this club goes? But one more year in League One, that's almost unbearable. Almost unbearable. You just look at um, yesterday's results. No team won in the top six. We've lost. And what have we gone down? Did you go down two places? But but we're still right in there. And if you go through the go through the fixtures that we've got left, you know, there's not exactly hang on, I'll, I'll get them up. So the fixtures we got left, Wigan, Bristol Rovers, Rochdale, MK Dons, AFC Wimbledon, Charlton, Northampton, AFC Wimbledon again, Swindon, Shrewsbury, Fleetwood. Yeah. They're not exactly names that should have you quaking in your boots, but the no. mentality of the, of the squad we've got at the minute, can we get enough points from them 11 games to somehow get us in the top six? Right. I'm drop a link I don't think we will. I don't think, I don't think they've got it in them. I really first, don't. First three people to come on, we'll get on. After that, you're guaranteed first dibs on the I'll tell you what I didn't like yesterday, Martin, is the, the mentality of people. I knew it had happened. We lose to Portsmouth. Oh, we should have got Cowleys in instead of Cook. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Here it comes. Here it comes. Are you ready? Are you ready? Link in the chat. Boom, boom, boom. Milk tray man's first. Milk tray. I'm going to ask you a question. How you doing? Ben? Yeah, good man. He will. Long time, long time no speak. This, this is why I don't go on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a great shout out to yeah. What is Paul Cook's remit? Is it to get as much as you can out of this season in terms of points and position, or is it build for next year? What do you feel Paul Cook's remit for now is I think it's actually a mixture of both of those things. And Paul and I watched it yesterday despondent like everybody else. And it, it's funny because he hasn't come into a side that is losing. So usually when a new manager comes in, you're flirting above the relegation zone. You've won one match in 12. Well, we actually he actually came in on the back of a semi-decent run. Like it was some curse that befelled him. So, you know, the expectation level had been raised by the time he actually walked through the front door. Now, we're not going to know the answer as to whether we need, whether it's the players letting him down or whether, you know, and now there's chat about, is he the right manager? Because unfortunately, we got the, we got the taste yesterday of the alternative to Paul Cook, which was the Cowleys. And they took a Portsmouth team, which was bang out of form, and they beat us and they beat us well. And I've been watching all the... um the Portsmouth boards and thinking, where has this team come from? It's like the pad of rocket up them. So yes, there's part of me that thinks, damn, did we do the typical Ipswich thing and, and make the wrong choice? But I don't think we have. Um, I do worry. I think that the countdown on Paul Cook has started. Um, it's the 17 month countdown. So taking the takeover and all of that kind of thing out of it, because nobody really knows what's going to go on there. I think we've had our theories. I know we were talking yesterday. Um, but let's say it doesn't go through and he has a summer of zero investment. Um, he will be His timer would have then started. He's got 17 months and then everyone's going to be crying for him to come out. I also notice a lot of parallels of what happened with Paul Cook coming in to say Lambert. When Lambert came in, it was fresh. It was good. Yes, we're getting relegated, but <clears throat> everyone's happy. There's momentum. Um, when Hurst came in, he done what everyone wanted to. He, you know, he was getting rid of all the old rubbish, getting in the brand new young players, the hungry players from Leeds. Everyone loved it. Uh, when McCarthy came in, I remember him saying on his interview, Look, guys, it ain't rocket science. You put midfielders for midfielders. You have strikers for strikers. And everyone's like, oh, fantastic. You know, square pegs in, in, in square hole, all this sort of thing. Um, and now Cook's come in and he said, you know, we need men in the team. Uh, there are too many players. 
and everyone is really loving what he's saying. Um, and I'm just worried that that kind of that new, you know, he's got credit in the bank. He's got coins he can cash in. One of them is the fact he hasn't been here for very long. He's working with somebody else's squad. I'm just worried that that's going to turn really, really quickly because as supporters, we are absolutely exhausted. We're tired. We're spending money on this. We're, we're praying for a miracle. Um, and it's not happened yet. And if there's one team in world football that is not going to have a new manager bounce, it's Ipswich bloody town. So I think I'm just, I think I'm just sad a little bit yesterday. And I think in my own brain, I've kind of written off the rest of the season mm. as a, okay, you have permission to go and find out about the squad, see the four or five players you want to build a team around for next season. Um, because as a supporter and paying money every single week, that's the only thing that will keep me coming back. I'm not expecting promotion. I'm not expecting the top six because let, let's forget about top six. Because if you go in the top six, you've then got to beat, you know, you've got, you've got to win three games successively. So that's not going to happen. So I would rather not get into the top six and set our expectations for next season. But that will come down to two things. That will come down to injuries and a takeover. And those there's will be the real two good, things. Sorry, sorry Ben. There's a real good point in the chat there from uh, Mike D. Mm. Liam Richardson is uh, Wigan temporary manager at the minute. And I would bet money on him coming in as Paul Cook's assistant in the summer. And that's... Every good yeah. manager needs a good number two. And at the minute, right. he's, all he's done is brought Gary Roberts with him. First yeah. job in coaching. So yeah. I think that's another yeah. thing in the summer. He'll need to get that trusted number two in. I agree. And, and that was always Lambert's defence when he got um, went up with Norwich. He had a fantastic number two. You took him yeah. away, Lambert's career nosedive. So the, you're absolutely right. A number two is as important or maybe slightly less than a number one. Um, and that combination could be great. But 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 then again, put put the third iota in. Um, you can have a great number one or two, but if you have no money, uh, if you have no opportunity to invest, then it doesn't matter how good of a coach you are. So it's it's the same old kind of things we talk about every single week. Um, so, yeah. Is, yeah. This squad is, is a top six squad. Like, is it, it? It's a top six squad. You, you give me six other teams that should be better than this squad. Well, the six teams that are in the playoffs. But that's bad management. I've been I've been saying all year the players are not good enough. And I've been told all year, you're wrong, mine. You're so wrong. It's unbelievable. So I'm not buying. And I, actually, if I break it down, I did always say this is a top six squad. The fans almost wanted a runaway leader. They wanted a train from Paul Lambert. They wanted this top of, of the table, fast-blowing football, points ahead. Oh, my God, we're so much better. Wasn't getting it. We were flirting with where we are. That wasn't mm. good enough. Now mm. we've made the change. You make the change, don't you, Matt, to be successful, to to have the success you thought you should be getting. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, teams don't change managers if things are going uh, are all rosy in the garden. Don't they? <laughs> you make a change to the manager because you're not hitting the objectives that you want. I do agree on that point, Mike, Dean, you guys have said there. I do I do think Liam Richardson is, uh, is key to probably what Cook wants to do, but he's so respectful and he's got so much, as Ben would say, credit in the bank at Wigan. He doesn't want to disrupt the fact that they've been in administration and got no ownership cusper going down he doesn't want to disrupt that but i do think he'll come in in the summer but i think he's taking the change of getting rid of lambert to get cooking to actually see the limitations of the squad now because we did mm. think it was yeah. just Lam was the, yeah. was the problem. lambert was the best shield i reckon there are a lot of players in that squad thinking god almighty i hope he stays um because yeah. it, it kind of all all that hatred that is it's been put on yeah. one man and i've said it from the beginning it's nothing to do with lambert it's, it's so much deeper than that but as a manager you 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 get paid a lot of money more than we're ever going to earn in our life to take that criticism happen. 
I did try and warn you all. I did say repeatedly, yes, nothing will change and you'll suddenly realise the squad is crap. I don't think... I, I don't think we need to spend loads of money. Look, three players I put in the chat this morning. Scott Twine, Swindon, out of contract. Good player. Dion Childs, Akron and Stanley, out of contract. Charlie Cook, Kirk, crew. He's got a year left. Three good players there, young players who can play in this league. And I know what mine says about Akron and Stanley. We don't want another one of their rejects. He's got 17 goals this season for them. 17 That's goals. quite what I said, was it? You've, well, you've changed it a little bit there to suit your to, narrative. Like the fisherman. The fisherman wants to spend about five or six million in this league. You don't need to spend that much money to get out of League One. The championship's a whole different yeah. story. Yeah, but League One's a We're not going yeah. there. We're not going to the championship. Let's... Is it, who, do you think is, who do you think, Ben, is going to go up then? I was looking at the table today. What do you think? <sighs> no, if it's not going to Hull, I think, are a runaway. I mean, they're just... Um, you look at the squad, you look at the structure, you look at the manager. Um, everything just seems to be pulling in the right direction. I can't call it in the playoffs. It's such a it's such a shit league that as absolutely terrible a season as we're having, we're still there and thereabouts. In fact, if anything, you could say but because of the games in hand, we've actually still got a say in our destiny. I yeah. couldn't tell you of that of that that four that are gonna play each other. I would flip a coin. And I would probably be more off, you know, probably be more accurate than a prediction I could give. Um, this lost. league is so abysmal that anyone could go up. Anyone. Go. We've lost, we've lost thirteen games, Ben. So is that how many we've lost? Oh my god! Potentially, we could lose another two or three, fifteen, sixteen games, and still yeah. get in the playoffs. I think to yeah. go up, whole city, Peterborough, and what we should have done is Sunderland because they appointed Lee Johnson. And give yeah. him enough time, and they give him a transfer window, and we yeah. didn't. We held on, and we held on, and we held on. And yeah. if he hadn't criticised the owner, Martin, he'd have still been in now. I asked this question. What do you call him? What do you I call him? Teflon Don. Teflon Don. It, well, because he was, he was last in everything, yeah. and then suddenly he went on a media tour, and he appeared to have sort of almost. Well, not almost. He did. I would have thought hurt Marcus Evans's feelings. Apparently, it was a big argument all over Twitter. There's rumours that they had a conversation, shall we say? Do you yeah. think? Matt, because you're you know, the guy in the know, not crunchy, pretends to be in the know. Uh, <laughs> had Paul Lambert not gone on the media tour, he'd probably still be manager. It was the fact he went on the tour and said things were rotten behind the scenes that got him the sack instead of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He knew what he was doing. I'm pretty certain he knew he was going when he was doing all those things. I can't believe, I said it at the time, I can't believe the club were ticking boxes to let him do this. Yeah, go on with Jim White on TalkSport. Go and speak with Simon Jordan. <laughs> That's not going to put him to the profile at all, is it? So, well, I'll tell you what, I said it on a forum yesterday. Somewhere up in Scotland right now, there's a Scotsman who's looking at what's happening to us since he's gone and smiling. Well, I, I'm not <laughs> smiling, but I am sort of a told you so attitude. I think ben? so. I think um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you guys now. You've probably got loads of people want to come on. I just want to also offer... Um, about the, the first little segment of this programme. Um, as a personal thing, I'd like to really appreciate the platform that you give us fans. Um, and I think in a year of, of lockdown and not being able to see people and not being able to go to the games and enjoy the thing we love to do, this has given people like me a chance to come on here. And I didn't know any of you three. Cruncher, I, I recognise your voice from BBC Radio Suffolk. And when I first saw your face, I thought, bloody hell, he's been familiar. Years talking yeah, shit, Ben. Um, been talking shit. <laughs> but I just want to say, look, um, often 
and I, and I include myself in this, you know, when you talk shit about people, it usually reveals something about yourself rather than the person you're talking shit about. Uh, and I'm as guilty of that when I, you know, I've spoken shit about people, we're all human, but it's sometimes it's the price to pay for success. And I think if the show wasn't as successful as it was, no one would even be bothering. So I actually take it as a compliment that people yeah. are actually moved enough to um, to actually come on and talk about you. And I think that I think it's a really great forum for somebody like me who hasn't been able to enjoy the things I've wanted to with the people I love and the people I like. Um, thank you for doing it. And, um, and Martin, for talking about, you know, your, you know, the mental health side of things. And this is something I've also really badly suffered from over the years. Um, but, you know, don't underestimate the importance of what this is. It will come at a cost. And the cost will be criticism, but the benefit outweighs the cost. And as long as that's always the case, I hope you guys just keep getting better and better. Yeah, yeah. Top man. Thanks, Ben. Thank Top you, man. Ben. Love you. I'll, I'll pay you later. Um, Stephen, welcome in, my man. What did you make of today's game? Yesterday's game. Sorry, my dog's decided to. Did you, Stephen, did you have that beat going off yesterday? Did my missus thought it was our one again. Uh, I'm going to smash the thing off, I tell you. <laughs> you know. First off, I want to say, same as what Ben did, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, my, some of my opinions have changed through coming on here and interacting with people on here because, you know, I've looked at some things and I've thought, well, that's my view, but other people have enlightened me, you know what I mean? I've changed my me, me opinions on some things, some things I haven't, but, you know, that's the way it is. And you can only do that by talking and you can only do that by engaging, you know, just spewing hate at people. That's just people saying, I've got an opinion. No one else can have any other opinion. But well, I'm sorry, that's life. We all have different opinions. So keep doing what you're doing because it's great. Well, and we thank all you. You know, thank but I want, I want to go back to something that I tried to say yesterday, but took shorter time. It was like Paul Cook's come here with a plan, yeah, and it's mid-season plan. It's very difficult to introduce a plan mid-season. You know, people are saying, well, let's change formations, but that's not going to help us. If we change formations to suit the players, how is that going to help us next year, next season? Because he still wants his plan to implement it. And all we're doing is changing the formation for the players and not see who, who, which players can actually play his formation, which is what he's doing now. Spot. He's using his formation and he's saying, how many of you can adapt to this formation? If you can't adapt to my formation, you ain't going to be here. And that's what he's doing now. So if his philosophy is, is plan A, he hasn't got a plan B, just get better at plan A. Yeah. But the point is plan yeah. A works for him. And I'm not going to criticise him. If he's had three promotions, you know, and he's done a damn sight more near enough got what well, as good as got some would say in that in that second season with Wigan, the form table second half of the season, he was he was well in well in, mm. in uh, playoff playoff contention this, mm. this if it hadn't gone set so so for someone that record, I'm not going to criticise him. He's I take that. I take that. Good. I take that. But what I would say is, surely your man at your remit coming in is to get the best out of this group of players not next year's group of players this this year's so let's look at yesterday's lineup holy in goal he's got another year on a contract chambers possibly won't be here nciala possibly won't be here wilson possibly won't be here ward i'd bet money won't be here that's he's five not getting rid of everybody mine this is the thing if everyone thinks that everyone's going he i don't think he can do it He's come out and said he can do it in one transfer window because they said on um, Radio Suffolk yesterday, Stuart Ainsley said that's a real big statement to make. I think it's going to be one, two, maybe take two or three transfer windows to really sort it out. It's not just going to happen overnight. And this is why we're talking we need... 10 million quid. 
It's 10 million quid difference. Get the most out of this group of players, get us promoted, and then we can have the argument of who's staying and then who's spend not. no money in the championship, finish bottom, and we'll be back to we square one. We don't know that. We don't know what the future may hold. We do, we do not know. What we do know is this football club's on the verge of a playoff. And if you get in the playoffs, we all know who knows what happens. It can take it can take one bad referee decision, one one dive, one moment. Doesn't matter. When we've only, when we've only got one person who scores a goal, you're going to struggle in football. I said Actually, I was watching. I was watching back this morning. Um, I watched um, the when we predicted. Um, you said um, dark horses anyway, Martin Burton Albion, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> I said then. I think. I think Matt might have said it as well. I said then we will struggle to score goals this season. And we do. And it was interesting yesterday, Fred, Freddie on the full-time show, he was on about when when Cookie was at uh, Portsmouth. It wasn't the one up top, which was the important one. It was the three behind him. Mm. So that's where Keenan Bennett won't be here next season. Absolutely woeful. Gwion Edwards, will he be here next season, do you think? I hope not. No, he's another one, never really shown up. And he played judge in the 10 yesterday, didn't he? And I think you need someone. I'd keep, I'd keep judging, I'd keep him. He might not play all the time, but I'll keep him in and around the squad. Well, we can get I into keeping need... a bit later. The point is, at the moment, Crunch, you're on the verge of a playoff place. Surely somebody caught talking he's still about... Finding out. He's still finding out about his players, Martin. He doesn't know about them. He's had, he's no, had no, time, I get on, that. I get no time that. on the training field. No time but, at all. I wrote this bit about him then be flexible, Matt. He needs to be more flexible, especially in-game. Stephen Ward from Miles Kenlock blows my mind. Don't care what anyone says. That still really gets my back up. It gets my back up. Because if Paul Lambert did that, I'd have never heard the end of it forever and ever and ever. (laughs) Consider he's building an house, yeah? And every player is a brick in that house, yeah? You know, his plan is the formation and every player is a brick. Yeah, if you find a player, a brick that doesn't fit, you don't rewrite the plan. You take the brick out and put a brick that fits. Yeah, That's yeah. what we know. Yeah, and we as fans, like Paul Cook said yesterday, he doesn't know these players. He doesn't know what they can do and what they can't do. So that's what he's finding out by putting them in his formation, his plan, and seeing whether they can fit or not. I think Dizel and Downs next season, if they're still here, yeah, I'm pretty pretty sure they will be. I think they're they're nailed on to be the two and two in midfield. I think they're nailed on. I think he's thinking about Northern in number 10 because he, he, he raves about Northern. You know, I think he could do a good job in number 10. I think the wide players will go. I think they'll change. Defence, we'll probably get Kenlock and KV White. Kenlock's another one for me, Stephen. He, look, he's done okay, but he's been here so long and he's never really known it. The trouble with Miles is he plays really well and then he throws in an absolute stinker like he had at Fleetwood the other night and he gets yeah. a 3 out of 10. You can't have that. Miles no, over KVY for me. There you no, go. The I've, said it. I've said it. That's that's League One and Championship players. They're not. He's never going to make it to the Premier League because they want nine out of ten, eight out of ten every every single game. That's why he's in. That's why he's with us because that's he's not. Where we are. That's why, Stephen. We are where we are now because we're not. What no. did he say? Consistently inconsistent. We and are as, where we are. Because our best players never play football matches. They're always on the treatment table. So when you say about KVY, I'm sorry, I want him to play every minute for the next 11 games before I even consider him a first-team starter next year. Because you can't... He's like Bishop. He's like Bishop. You can't have a great player but not play him. So if he's on the treatment table, he's no good to you. Miles Kenlock has been fit every step of the way. He's he's better because his best ability is availability. I think and that's the best ability you can have. 
Yeah, possibly. But the amount of this... Go on. I'm just saying, all I'm saying is, like what was said yesterday, all people are saying now is, you know, Paul Cook's not flexible. We know that. We knew that before he said Yeah? Let's be fair. If you watch any videos about Paul Cook, you knew what you were getting before you got it. Yeah? So don't start, like, saying buyer's remorse now. We all knew what he was. You know? And, like, turning around and saying, like, well, why can't he change, can't he change to this? He's not going to. Well, he He's said he will. But he no, said he will. Yesterday no. he said he would look at playing a four-four-two, as in two yeah. strikers up front, Jackson and Norwood. He already has backtracked. He did a five-four-two, and he only did that because fans were more. And then I tell you what, he got some bloody good fun when he lost it. Yeah, because he turned and said, "See, it's my plan that works, not yours." Yeah, so let's just <laughs> let him do his plan. Yeah, got a lot of credit for that because he loved it. You know, okay. but let his, let's adopt his plan. He's got players he doesn't know who he probably somebody he probably doesn't want. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then give him a couple of windows and see how he goes. I have more faith for next season than I have this season. To be quite frank, with this squad, I'll, I'll put the, I think the takeover is not going to go go ahead until we know more. And Evans in charge, I really want to go. I don't want to be the embarrassment of the championship. Well, what do you think? He's, what, what do you think uh, his actual brief is then from Evans? Because like. In reality, sixth place is the only place we're going to get if we make it in it. Because look, lost five games all season. It's promotion. It's promotion. It's promotion. I think his brief was, what do we need? I think Evans will spend some money. I don't think he'll go apeshit. I think, like, look at them loan signings in January, which I'm sorry, you're probably talking a million for them. But there's another... There's another... All right. If right. you'd have sacked him in December and brought Paul Cook in, what could Paul Cook have got with that million? I don't think he got them four loans out. He could have got a left leg of a striker. I mean, Is we he... are we are talking peanuts, aren't we? I mean, it's a ridiculous amount of money. But Stephen, <laughs> yeah. I do love you as always. Um, thank you for your time. I do want to qualify. KVY is a much better player than Miles Kenlock, but you can't have a better player that doesn't play. So Miles Kenlock, because he's, no. he's more available. I've He's enjoyed Kenlock's little renaissance. I've been enjoying that. So it was a shame he had a bit of a bad game. I He's... think, I mean, I, I, I just wonder what the brief is because, like, because Evans said he disagreed with Lambert on the kind of like that short term future. Was Lambert sort of thinking we'll make a run at it next season? Then you bring in a serial winner like Cook and he's like, yeah, yeah, we can get this team right. But then he's sort of throwing in a few little curveballs. Who expected Dobra to feature yesterday? Certainly not me. Well, no, but he, his first press conference was a promotion. You have to expect yeah. that his brief was a top six finish. So you have to hold it to that. He yeah, said himself, promotions on the it. cards. Six is the only one. We've got to try and catch well, it, Charlton. Well, it is now. It is now because yeah. that's a poor start. Down yeah. under. The king of down under. Hey. What's hey, that guys. top you're wearing? What's that top? Uh, this is the Australia um, training top from like a couple of years ago. It's pretty bright, yeah. isn't it? Hey, Lovely. decent. Anything they're, like like they're, like they're like green and yellow, Rob. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> it's the wrong colours, but it's my national team colours, unfortunately. No, well, we'll let you off, Also, I just want to mirror what Ben and um, Stephen said, you guys, about the show. appreciate you guys, and if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't get to talk to other town fans from the other side of the world. So, Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. What did you make of yesterday? Well, I think I told you at full time yesterday, it was pretty dismal, wasn't it? And it just seems like, like Hunt said earlier, we just seem to drop our heads too easily. Mm. And there's no, there's no, like Fleetwood, the Fleetwood game was rubbish. We responded for what, 42 minutes? And then again, no response. 
That's the game went on, Rob. It got worse, didn't it? But like, at half time, I thought, well, we could probably still go on and win this because we've looked like we've had a lot of cutting edge. But it just like just got nullified in the second half, didn't it? Didn't do like, yeah, yeah, people can people can play with the ball. Did it go out? Did it not go out? Oh, well, if, if it went out, you still got to make your challenge. Yeah, it was yeah. unlucky. The judge judge made a challenge and the the, the ball just popped back to the striker. Like, what can you yeah. really do? No one's yeah. ever go for a corner or pop anywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they were missing Marquis, weren't they? It was, everyone said that how Marquis was. Was it Freddie who said that yesterday, Ryan? Marquis was on his feet in the stand cheering him over the line, wasn't he? So they were missing him. It was obviously a big goal for it. What do but you yeah, think? I, just to ask Rob your question, Matt, what do you think yeah. Paul Cook's remit is? I don't know. <laughs> it's a hard one, isn't it? It's a hard one to work out, yeah. <laughs> I just, I do think he's trying to work out what these players are capable of because, and we all know most of them are pretty average at the moment. But, and people are saying it's a top six squad. Well, did, were they having a purple patch and having a good patch at the start of the season? Mm. And now they're just, they just don't seem fit, do they? Yeah, but they our best really football was 3-5-2. Our best football was a two-man up front. Like, defences in this division couldn't handle Jackson and Norwood. We've well, got so far away that. from that. It's crazy. He's often going for a little experimentation. Like we say, Norwood's come out of the cold, come out of nowhere, see what he's got. He wanted to see a little bit of flair. Then he said that, oh, I'd like to see Norwood and Jackson together. Because he said they've got a bit of energy there, we've got a bit of pace, yeah. got a bit of power. So he's hinting at these different things that goes away from this supposed 4-2-3-1 that he's always played. So I do feel like it's an experimentation phase, a watching brief with maybe an element of if you get six, fair play. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't feel like the pitch next season. Mate. I really, I, I do like him. I think I for the think first time we've got a decent manager. I just wonder what he's getting out yeah. of this bunch. I think yeah, like, like Mark said, like Tuck said yesterday, Martin, in the full-time show, I'm sick of these players coming out and saying they're going to do this, that and the other and then oh, yeah. just failing to show up on the day. Caden yeah. Jackson. I'll see his body language the other night. Is he a player who really wants to be at town? Doesn't look like he had his head, No. He had his, head, he had his head turned by Huddersfield because if you believe the rumours, he was on his way there and he got turned down. If Bournemouth wanted him, he, he feels like he should be playing in the championship. He needs to play a dance like Ben and he is. He wants to make an impact. In, in, in your formation, Matt, in the four-two-three-one, Caden Jackson doesn't fit in. He's no, another he one I'd lose in the summer. If you're really wanting to play that formation, he goes. I'm sorry. Please, though, though, Hurst played one up top, didn't he? And Hurst brought Jackson in. So was he Was he thinking that he was just going to be a lone striker on his own? We had Ellis Harrison, didn't we, Hurst played? And, oh, yeah, and Harrison, yeah, I forgot about him. He weren't around yesterday either, was he? Injured. He's injured. Out for the season. If you'd watched the um, Meet the Position video I put out on Friday, you'd know that. Cheers, Matt. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Matt. I think Cheers, we mate. need to from the club, and it's not just some of the players. We need to go through the administration of the club. Yeah, like, and that may happen with a consortium coming through. That, that, yeah. that may naturally change. Just, just like, digressing back a bit. I haven't really told many people this, but like in 2015, I came over to England to watch town play. Told the club, Poor no one cared. I met, met, uh, met up with the Norwegian town fans. They took me to training. No one, no one cared. But Mick McCarthy, Paul Anderson, Tommy Smith stopped. And Daryl Murphy stopped, and Chambo got a photo. That was it. None of the other players gave a shit that I, I came across the other side of the world to see them play. It shows the mentality. Sad, 
That's yeah. so, now if Bobby now I always hop back to this. You go back into the eighties and Bobby Robson, you'd have probably been having lunch in the centre sport restaurant with everybody. Mm. <laughs> that's how it was right. back then with the Cobbles. I think Rob. I think that's footballers in general nowadays couldn't really give yeah, a toss, could they? They're, they're happy picking up their wage a lot. I'm not saying all of them. A lot yeah. of them happy lot. pick up the wage. I've seen the Liverpool fans when they used to um queuing up when they used to get off the bus, just walk past them, headphones on. That's another thing I can't stand. All got the headphones on, don't they? In our own little world. He actually gave me his training jacket. That's one good thing Tommy Smith does. Like, oh, you're you're close enough to be here. Have my jacket. Yeah. People are like, say we need to keep hold of certain senior players for the experience, and yeah. but you can't change a culture unless you change the voices within it. Yeah, Chelsea yeah. had to eventually move on from John Terry to change the culture, to change the direction, mm-hmm. and give other players the opportunity where the legend wasn't in the position to overshadow them. You have to at some point say thank you, but no thank you. This is a business, not a charity, not a social club. Exactly. And Lincoln Lincoln released how many players in the summer crunch last year? Sure. They only had, um, I think that's Harry Anderson and another one left. That was it. I'd do yeah. the same. I would do yeah. the same Absolutely. because there's nothing here from my point of view that I would want to hang my hat and say, they're my building blocks to go back to the original point of the start of the segment. There's no building block here. There's no core. There's no spine. In this division, you just need what? A centre half, a centre midfielder and a striker and a goalkeeper. Get those four things. A left back doesn't win you games, but it doesn't lose you many. Same as a right back. Yeah. Just the core of the team, the centre of the spine is just piss poor weak. He would be my third striker because I can't rely on him for any more than what 10, 15 games a year? That's not yeah. good enough. That's not enough for no. a promotion campaign. No, no way. No. 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 With a groin, with a groin surgery, so he would have missed half of the year of the year COVID wiped out. He's missed what half of this year almost, I would say. He's only played fifty four percent. It was of games. You can't say that's your best striker. He might be your more most clinical, but he should be playing that many games. He's most fresh. I, I feel like, I've, yeah, I agree with you, man. I feel like you know, if you watched Quest last night, League One, League Two, right? The the, the footage. And the stadiums. If you were saying to some of these League One and League Two players that are going to be available, come and play for Ipswich Town. You're going to leave Cheltenham or whatever, or Barrow or wherever it is. These tiny little stadiums. Come play at Portland Road. They'll, they'll, they'll bite your hand off for it. They'll bite your hand off yeah, for Lee, it. Look, Lee Anderson. Norwood is our top scorer, but that shows how poor we are. He's got seven goals. We're in March. Yeah. We're in March. Yeah. We're not in September. A, if you gave yeah. him a rotation job, so your third striker, the, the, the Aaron Drennan role, coming on for 20 minutes, starting the old game. You'd get just as much out of him, if not more, because you have him available for more. Like, I don't think he's fit enough to be your centerpiece. Daryl Murphy, that year we, we went, went to the playoffs, didn't miss a fucking minute. The bloke was indestructible. That's what yeah. you need. Clark Harris yeah. this year, I believe, is probably the same for Peterborough. You, yeah. you need that indestructible striker because your team needs to score goals, full stop. By the way, Tom James on Radio 5 Live, I've just seen it on my Twitter feed. My eyes only bowls out of my head. Good work, my man. Radio Five Live. I mean, that's him up to a long-term contract next. And the good thing about Peterborough Martin is they have got that spine, haven't they? They've got Johnson Clark yeah. they've got Sammy Smodich, they've got Dembele, they've got Frankie Kerr, they've got Christy Pim in goal. Do you know what I mean? It just seems you just got a better feel to Peterborough than, than what we've done. Absolutely. A mismatch. As you all said yesterday, it's a mismatch. You're going back, you're going back to you know, plays at Paul Jobble in, in Chambers. Yeah. 
Going through regimes. <laughs> just imagine where we'd be if James Norwood had Aaron Drinnan's availability. I mean, I just just yeah. Yeah. dream world, right? You'd be you'd be yeah. sitting third place probably because he does score goals. Yesterday he proved it. One chance, great, bang, great, 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 great goal. And all the cruncher lovers came out of the work. I loved it. Did I loved see it. it. I loved it. The I brothers were out, weren't they? The brothers were out. Don't listen Ding. to cruncher. They're enough. They're enough. Thirty seconds later, the other one knobs. Both brilliant. Rob, I love you. Appreciate you. Look after yourself, buddy. Stuart, the man that really got me at the end of yesterday's show, dropping a, <laughs> dropping a, 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 I didn't know what you were trying to tell me, but I love you all the same. How are you, Stuart? I'm not doing too bad. How are we all? I'm okay. Have you got Robert's birthday, uh, birthday present yet? Richard. No. Richard. 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 No, the, birthday, the birthday present is the Wigan game. That's the birthday oh, present right. I've arranged for him. That might backfire. I mean, you've seen it. You've seen it. <laughs> it backfire, you know, but still, that's, it's uh, the that's, a that's a good point, isn't it? Because like now, Cook's going to have a week to work with that team, and then go there to is. his old. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful <laughs> we might see a turn the corner next week. Hopeful, hopeful. <laughs> Who, who's your building blocks then, Stuart? Who would you be sort of hanging your hat on and saying, "Look, we can build around these for the next eleven games, ten games." Well, there's, I well they they've been saying like build a team around Zell or something like that, but I'm not buying that. But who was there? Is there really to hang our hats on to build build a team around? I mean, out well, of this squad now. You could start with the back four, couldn't you? See, I, I think Wilson and Nciara seem to be doing a pretty good job. Not for me. He'll so play Chambers in there. He'll play Chambers in there now, Matt. Now he's got Kane Vincent Young fit. I think he'll play. Well, that's a very good point. Now does Chambers going to the middle? But are you going to break up NCR and Wilson? They've done all right for me. Well, the fact Wilson right. went off, I think, indicates if if you are breaking them up, he rates Toto more than he rates. He wasn't injured. He wasn't injured. I didn't realise until listening to the because I listened to Pompey commentary yesterday. I didn't realise Cook signed NCR for Accrington. So he also you know, likes him. I liked him. Wasn't the commentary good, Matt? Weren't their commentary good? And weren't it better when you got more than one camera angle? That was really good. And at the same price, with all those angles, and we just get old Gladys the Sea Lady doing our one. Guy oh, Whittingham was on, wasn't he? Guy yeah, Whittingham. He was, he was, he was a good striker. He was, yeah. Yeah, it was very good coverage. But yeah, I mean, I suppose you've got to start. I, that's, we're talking about spines of teams. That's how you're going to build your block, isn't that? So I'd probably keep Enciala and Wilson, just because I think they're a good partnership. And Mick, Mick Mills has never rated Wolfenden and McGuinness together. And then suddenly you haven't got two. Enciala and McGuinness didn't do that well together, did they? Ain't got many partnerships there, I don't think. And Chambers had not played with anybody in the middle. So that'd be a risk. But maybe it's a risk Cook is worth taking, given that he's playing in Dobra and the like. Yeah. yeah. Were you surprised to see Dobra yesterday, Stuart? Bit out of the cold, came out of I, nowhere, that one. That was a, that, that was a surprise for me, seeing Dobra. But the thing I was really happy about, that seeing KVY back, that's, that's the thing that yeah. made me happy. Yeah. I, would, I, I, I was like, I I was like am I bursting that. into tears of... Sadness or am I bursting into tears of joy of joy for yeah. seeing KVY back? Did you see him when he came on, Matt? He sort of yeah. had to take it all in, oh. he had his hands over his eyes. It was probably quite emotional for him where he's yeah. he's not played for mm. 17 months to come. Time. You don't rate Dobry, do you, Martin? Every time I see him, I want to give him armbands. I feel sorry for him. He's way out of his depth. Yeah, he didn't, go out, he, so he didn't go out alone. We're talking about Scott Twine, aren't we? As being a potential image you could look at for next season. So he leaves Swindon and goes to Newport, uh, not the parade ground. Again, we're talking about grounds that ain't that great. That's not a great they ground, still play the Cardiff, Matt. 
Have they got yeah, Planet Cardiff, haven't they? I think it's improved <laughs> the thing yeah. is guys it's not his fault and it's not a knock on him i think he's going to be a good player well, he's just he's being up no he's being get a choice to go to crawling get a choice well, to go to crawling and okay. take it out on loan is his fault maybe but he's being asked to play a role that he's not That's quite right. ready for yet he's yeah, not ready so. for it and he's against yeah. grown men that are not forgiving and but he's not, he's, he has shown he's got a little bit of, uh, got you know, that's another thing. That's another thing they said on, uh, on the radio yesterday. We've not got a nasty streak, have we? No, no, we haven't. No. We're we too easy to play against. We need you in the team, you know, a bit of them. Downs, well, down, Downs, Downs is it, isn't it? Downs is your nasty streak, really. I still go back to, you know, we should have got a League One, League Two starting force, though. So, you know what I mean? I still, I still back to that. But... Gerard yeah, Indoor. Some... Yeah. Yeah, we need someone like him. Even like you're on about Daryl Murphy, yeah. mine. He was fit, but he could, he could give it as well, couldn't he, up there? Love Daryl. Yeah. Yeah. Now you go back to my childhood. That sums this club up, Matt. Last minute. Most clubs yeah. say, "Well, Daryl, look, if we can get a replacement in, of course we'll sell you to the, you know, to a bit to a bigger club." Not us. We couldn't drive in there quick enough, it seemed. Um, <laughs> and then we got Leon Best, and then Radio Suffolk's most memorable <laughs> moment. What do you make of Leon Best? Whoever that was, taking applause. That was the best moment. Uh, um, it really was. Yeah. Screw it. Uh, as we got close, it is one minute twenty, and I've got to play a video yeah. about a certain poster. Mm-hmm. Do you feel we are going to make the top six or not? I've got a feeling we're going to make top six. I've got a feeling it's, it's still it's still up it's still there it's still up for grabs, but we need we need to get we need to get something out of these next games that we've got. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more with you. And so tomorrow, go on. First, on the, going back to earlier on the show, mm-hmm. when you said your piece and stuff like that, I just want to say thank you for letting me voice my opinion as well, as of many others. You're welcome. This show has given me a voice and I'm grateful for that. And, I, and as, as much as I am honoured to be a part of this show, it's possibly the best thing that's happened to me out of this year, by far. Thank you, Stuart. So, man. Cheers, mate. Thank you. That really means a lot. Thanks ever so much. Look after yourself. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you, Jake. Thanks to everybody, really, for their kind words. Yeah. It, it means a lot, you know. Yeah. So everything I wanted it to be when I conceived it and when I said to you guys, look, I think we should take it live. Um you know, yeah. and that's another thing they said. We're always copying content. No, 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 no. We're the Who's first. The Where did you find yeah. Matt from, anyway? How did you get in contact with Matt? Because I've, I know obviously Matt. I've known you, but how did you get in contact with Matt? Well, I scouted everybody. You know, I scouted. Like the, uh, I was on that EADT fan forum they did like at one lunchtime, and Martin contacted me to say he disagreed with everything I said. Would <laughs> you be interested in doing a pod? You'd be ideal. <laughs> that was pretty much <laughs> it. I thought. I don't like what he said, but I like the way he said it. So uh, would, he be, would he be interested? But yeah, so post the time. Just to re-clarify for those that maybe didn't see the start, we did reach out to Suffolk Mind. We have, I did speak to them. I did clarify, is this the right thing to do, etc. They said it's a really creative way of raising money. And we've raised, what is the total so far, Mr. Cruncher? 200 quid. 200 quid. So from the £1.50 poster somebody sent me, We've raised two hundred pounds. Who from... did send it to you? Did you know who sent it to you? No, no idea. Yeah. No one's come to you. It was a fiver in the store, and it went down to two pound fifty. 
two pound fifty. Someone's gonna get one for mine as a joke. Someone beat me to it. <laughs> my mistake. Two pound fifty. We've turned. We've turned. We should be on a TV show. We've turned two pound fifty into two hundred quid for a mental health charity for a poster. I was watching so that you... program the other day on at lunchtime. What is it on BBC One where they go around looking yeah. for tat? Oh, the antiques thing. Was yeah. it oh, just oh, Town Scouting God. Network? See you. <laughs> <laughs> on tomorrow's show, on tomorrow's show, we will be discussing who to keep, who not to keep out of the list of con- out of contract players. Looking ahead to Wigan and trying to come up with what we think the Easter schedule will bring us points. I could have sent the lollipops down. I could have sent the angry faces down. You could have green, yellow, like the traffic lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what I plan on doing is doing because because there's so many players out of contract. I plan on doing three or four every other show. To try and just, you know, this this is the four. Would you keep? I'll them? get you through Why to May because there's so many. I know, but I wouldn't keep any of them. That's the joke of it. Um, but that's that's me. That's not going to be the, the contributors, I'm sure. On tomorrow's show with me is once my word document has loaded, um, is 22nd. It's Luke Penning. That's a bloody good show to have. And Amy Downs, um, because Luke will know his onions about everything and everybody. He always does. I yeah. think he's got a new show out. So go on to Twitter and check it out. He's found a goalkeeper. That used to play under Cook, who's out of contract. Christian Walton. Yeah, go and check it out. Good goalkeeper. I love you all. Thank you all. Over to a much sexier looking person.